Welcome to Autism Out and About. I am your host, Sarah, and I am here with my husband, Jeremy. Hello. This is our new podcast that we are doing to kind of encourage other parents of autistic kids to get them out and about. Yes. Um, we really love to travel. We love to just go places and explore where we were never really homebodies, right? No, not at all. Especially not me. I grew up um, going camping pretty much every weekend over the summer. We would go out to eat a, usually like once or twice a week when I was a kid. And we just, we were out and about when, when I was a kid in my family. Jeremy, you traveled a lot too, right? Yes. Uh, I grew up uh, in the southeastern United States to start. So a lot of times we would travel. My parents took me to Atlanta, Nashville, Charlotte, Orlando, Tampa. And then later on, uh, we moved to uh, Texas and we got to go to, you know, I started going to Dallas and San Antonio and Oklahoma City and, you know, stuff near there. But we were always out trying to go out and see different things. Yeah. And I, we did a lot of camping. Like um, I went to Disney once as a kid, but otherwise mostly we went, you know, camping throughout New England where I'm from. And one of my goals is to take my kids out as much as possible. And one thing that really made it difficult was um, when our youngest son, Joey, was diagnosed with autism, we were told and taught, and there's a lot of pressure from society, uh, therapists, everybody that, that, you know, structure and routine is, is a goal. And while structure and routine is super important, like, I don't think either one of us disagree with that statement. It's important to be able to like live your life too. You can't just have a life where you're just so structured and you're just so set in your routine that you never break it and you never get to experience the world. Absolutely. You know, and if you don't get your kids out into the world, it it's rough on them. It's rough on you. And people who can learn and grow from meeting your child won't get that opportunity as well and will be stuck in the same place. So this is a great chance for every one of us to evolve. Exactly. And just explore and get out and go places. Um, so during the COVID-19 pandemic, things got really crazy with lockdowns and everything. And we noticed, you know, after, as things kind of started to lighten up, just anything we did, it was getting harder to take our kids anywhere because they weren't used to being out. And before that, we were able to go on, you know, vacations and things like that with them. So we want to share our stories and our time traveling with our kids, with you all, because first and foremost, I think it's remarkable that we've been able to do so much and that we're able to continue to do so much. Yeah, we have gotten around from visiting my family in Missouri to going to uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to going to the beaches where she grew up uh, all the time to just getting out. We have made sure that our kids get to experience the world as best they can. Exactly. And last year um, for our vacation, we made sure we did something every day. We got passes to Plymouth. We went to Plymouth, Massachusetts. We spent time in Salem. Massachusetts. We spent time at an amusement park and taking two kids with autism to an amusement park was quite a thing. Um, Our youngest son, for those of you who don't know, has very profound needs. Um, He is nonverbal. He uses an AAC device to communicate. He is incontinent. um, So, you know, he requires diapers. He is a flight risk. He will try to take off. So we have him on a harness. So we do everything we can to try to take him out and about so he learns 
how to behave, what, you know, what the expectations are. And, you know, we just, we have all these safety measures in place so he can get out. And the fact of the matter is when we take him out, he loves it. Yes. He, he had the biggest smile on his face on the rides he could go on at the amusement park. He loved going to the zoo. He loves getting out and doing things. He is just a happy little boy who wants to see as much as he can. Yes. Um, unfortunately, sometimes with like really high sensory days, that doesn't even melt down, meltdowns later. And there's ways to kind of control the meltdowns. And we'll talk a little bit about that, like how we handle those situations and things. And some, you know, sometimes too much sensory input is too much sensory input. It's inevitable that he's going to have the meltdown. But can you be prepared for like to know that it's coming to be ready to do what you can to help support the little guy so he can be a part of the world just like everyone else? Absolutely. And remember, as I say, if you've met one child with autism, you've met one child with autism. What works for us may not work for your child, but you need to find whatever similar thing does work. Absolutely. And so that's pretty much why we're starting this podcast. Um, We want to share our journeys, our adventures. And I know like those of you who came here and followed us from our sister podcast or our main podcast, Caregiver Chronicles, you already know a lot of our family stories and adventures, but I think I'd like to kind of condense it all down into one place where you can find, you know, all the stuff we do with our kids and how we do it, money saving tips on our trips and all the things that that revolve around our family just doing things out and about that maybe aren't necessarily caregiver chronically related. Yes. I mean, it's still caregiver related, but you know, it's a way to reach out to a very specific subset of our listeners who may just need this. Yes, absolutely. Um, so anyway, Jeremy, I wanted to ask you of all the places we've been as a family, what was your favorite place that we've gone? My favorite is when we got to take the kids, both of them, to Canopy Lake Park in Salem, New Hampshire. That's the amusement park we went to. It's not as big and as, you know, uh, filled with people as a Six Flags or a Universal or a Disney. It's, But it's not a small park either. It is a decent-sized amusement park that kids of all ages and adults of all ages can enjoy themselves. They got lots of rides. And we found a way, uh, because we got a special bracelet, because they make the park autism friendly so that we could get on and get strapped in before everyone else uh, on that ride. We were able to take Joey and take him on as many rides, as long as the uh, restraints were proper to keep him in because he is a flight risk. Uh, And so we got a big, I got a nice picture of him on one of the rides with a big smile on his face. We also got a nice picture from the uh, log flume where he, he looks scared until, you know, in the picture itself because he didn't know what to expect. But as soon as the thing hit the water and it splashed everywhere, anyone who's ever met Joey, he loves the water. He had, he was laughing hysterically once he figured out it was just like a big slide into water. Yeah. No, that was really sweet. I was so happy when I got to see that picture. Cause I didn't get to go in the flume with him. I was doing another ride with Remy and, um, I, I was hoping that we could go and unfortunately it broke that day and we'll, you know, we'll this, all these stories are going to come down the line along with any new adventures that we do. But my favorite trip that we've taken as a family is still the rock and roll hall of fame. I don't, I don't think anything beats that. Um, 
And we were talking about possibly going this summer again. I really hope that we do get there again. Um, but Jeremy, where do you want to go? Like, where is a place, like, if you, we could go anywhere in the world, where would you want to take the kids? Disney, one of the Disney parks, Disney World, Disneyland, Tokyo, Paris, I, you know, <laughs> that, those would be great. Obviously, flights overseas, going to be a lot harder with Joey, but, you know, I would love to be able to get to Florida or California. Honestly, I would love, because Joey loves riding in the car as well. I would love if we had like a month off and we could just drive to California and then see all the sights in between and then go to Disneyland and California Adventure. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, I think Disney is a place that I would like to go, but right now, like this year, it's definitely not in the plan this year, unless something like dramatically changes. I don't think that that's going to happen this year. No, probably not this year, but hopefully one day. Yes. Um. So of all the things that we could do this year, all the places that we already talked about going off camera before we even talked about this podcast, where what are you looking forward to doing this year? We're taking your taking the boys. Well, I wouldn't mind going back to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, as you said. Uh, plenty of other museums in between here and the area of of Missouri where my parents live like more pop culture old museums or historical museums. I'd love to take that. Our older son, Remy, he's also on the spectrum and he is very much into history and very, he remembers a lot of things. So uh, plenty stuff like that is like what I'd like to get out and do. Yeah. Um, I, like I said, I really do want to go to the rock and roll theme again. And, you know, you talk about like history museums and things like that and pop culture museums we've i want to say three or four living history museums just within an hour and a half from our house we yeah. have we have mystic seaport which we've been to we have plymouth which we've been to yeah the plymouth patoxet museum and we have old Sturbridge village which we have not been to. yeah we've got those they, there may be more within the, that range as well for, for living history know. yeah living history museum i know we, we're not far from salem massachusetts we've taken uh the kids there remy gives tours of the uh, of the graveyard while we're there despite the fact he doesn't work there he yeah no he's really yeah we've been there a couple times um and then i know too that like as far as like science museums and things like that um, you and I have been to the Boston Museum of Science, but we haven't taken the kids to Boston yet. Well, we took Remy to Boston. He's been to uh, he's been to Fenway Park for a baseball game. We've taken him around the city with my family when they were up here for a visit. We have not taken Joey to Boston for any reason yet, but that that would be something. There's plenty of historical sites in Boston, and so that would be a day. That would be a lot of fun. We're not far from New York. That's a lot of stuff we would have to do. do. So we've got a lot of stuff we want to do with our kids on the spectrum and get them out and about. Yeah, exactly. We have a lot of things planned. Um, I think, and I, I want to just share, like, what do you think the most important thing is for us? Like going anywhere, like a day trip or a long trip. Order fries when we eat. Like as soon as we walk in, order fries. As soon as you sit down, just say, excuse me, can we please have some French fries brought to the table? Um, I think that that's a good tip. I was thinking, I was really thinking like call ahead and kind of, you know what I mean? Call the place in advance 
because that was something that I do a lot of, make sure that it's a family-friendly place. Um, You know, obviously, like, we're taking our kids out and about, but we're taking our kids out and about within reason. We're not going to go to, like, some snooty, like, stuffy art museum with all these breakable sculptures, which not all art museums are snooty or or anything like that but you know there are there are some there are those places like places you don't want to take kids like we're not going to the Capitol grill with them we're going we're going to like family friendly attractions where you know things things can get a little crazy because there's going to be other kids there we don't know what's going to happen but we're going to go to these things and we're going to do the best we can and we're going to try to make the best of it and if there's a meltdown there might be a meltdown hopefully not and just the more we do, the better I think they do the next time we go somewhere. Yes, and also the best advice is hopefully Joey doesn't fall asleep in the car and then have a freak freak out if you are staying in a hotel. <laughs> oh yeah. That was that was our amusement park day, but um he did that was that was quite a thing. He fell asleep in the car at a restaurant after the amusement park and then woke up in a hotel and was like woke up just freaking out but managed to do pretty well the the rest of the next day on our trip so and you know who can blame the kid like literally you you're you're fine you're in a car with your mom and dad and then all of a sudden you wake up in this strange room i would probably freak out too so yes uh oh and donuts very very important with our kids donuts know where the local dunkin donuts is or whatever um yeah that's but those are like things like you gotta have an idea you know obviously you can't just hop in the car when you have kids and say okay we're going here and whatever happens happens you you have to have a little bit of a plan so yes planning is important with traveling but you know getting your kids out and about is essential i really think it is for you know their mental health our mental health as parents just family bonding time and connecting and just having time together so you know those are kind of our whys why we started this show and we hope like I really hope that I can give you guys like tips and tricks on how to save money when you go places especially with families because I know families and parents of kids on the spectrum a lot of times resources are tight and limited and we're one of those families so you know we have to find creative ways to be able to go out and explore so anytime we find discounts or ways to get into places inexpensive we will share that information and for our listeners out there this uh podcast will most likely be bi-weekly we'll get you updated on our adventures and what has gone well what hasn't and we will connect it through our main podcast social medias caregiver chronicles uh that's caregiver chronicles on facebook caregiver chronicles 2 on instagram at caregiver one on twitter i believe we're also caregiver chronicles 2 on tiktok but we will have updates for autism out and about through there. Exactly. And that'll also be places where we can, or where you can go and see pictures of us on these trips and on these journeys. Um, we will use the hashtag autism out and about while we're out. Um, and about. While we're out and about. Exactly. Um, we will use that hashtag. We will be sure to document and share with you guys all the places we go on our journeys and, you know, whatever, like whatever adventures or things, even events and stuff like that. I think it's important that we take our kids to different events, not just um, not just places, but events. And again, all within like family-friendly realms. 
I want to give you honest advice on going to places. If some place, if we go somewhere and it is not a good place to take someone on the spectrum or it's just not a good place to go, period, we're going to tell you. We're going to tell you, save your money, don't go. Um, or we'll help you pick something else. Uh, I think I think developing like a rating system or some kind of system where we talk about, you know, is this place worth going? Is it not? I think that's important. I also think it's important to talk about like times of day, times of year, and specific conditions that you may or may not want to do certain things. I think that that's important too. Um, I highly recommend going to busy places on a weekday instead of a weekend. I know that can be hard, but sometimes, you know, adjustments can be made in schedules to help. Yes, absolutely. And that will wrap up this episode of Autism Out and About. Please follow our social medias, Caregiver Chronicles 2 on Facebook and Instagram, Caregiver Chron 1 on Twitter, and I know we're on TikTok, but I don't remember our TikTok handle. Um, We look forward to our next episode. See you soon.